Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermiss. That's right. Redcon1.com. All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida. Brought to you in part by Maker's Mark Bourbon. That's right, guys. It is 422-22-422-22-422-22. April 22nd, 2022. And it is Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. I just got home. I just bought a Tesla. That's right. Going green. Oh, no. Didn't didn't go buy a Tesla. No, I'm still rocking my Mustang. That's right. <laughs> all Ford, all power V8. Let's do this. But seriously, folks, it is Earth Day. Whatever. You got Joe Biden out there giving all those little Earth Day speeches and how we need to go green. It It is simply amazing with everything that's going on right now let's let's not worry about any other country in this world let's focus on us right with everything going on in this country and these stupid fools are still focused on green new deals and the hypocrisy in which they go about it flying in jet planes taking car services. But in the meantime, they want to tell you to not do those things or take the bus or go buy an electric car. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out there have electric cars. I, I would assume not many of the people that listen to this show have electric cars. Not that you couldn't get an electric car if you wanted one. But um, fuck that shit, right? The thing that's blowing my mind is I brought this up the other day, and before I before I say that, I'm sorry. I I this is hi. I'm Don. This is what I do, right? <laughs> but um, who has okay? If you drive whatever you drive, I have a Ford Mustang GT, right? My wife has a Jeep. Neither of those get the best gas mileage in the world, so whatever. Now we have these cars. We make car payments. Most people listening to this are in similar situations. Who can afford to just say, okay, well, I'm going to go trade this in and get a, a an electric car? If you have the vehicle you have, for the most part, you have the vehicle that you want. Not everybody has the vehicle they want. They might be driving something because they need a car. And, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we've all been there at one time in our life. I used to drive a, a Pontiac Grand Am, a, you know, Chevy Cavalier, You know, those weren't cars I wanted, but that's all I could afford, and it is what it is. But nonetheless, you're not going to turn around and go and say, okay, well, I guess I need to do the right thing and go buy a Volt or a Tesla or whatever. And even a cheap, quote-unquote, electric car is going to run you 30, 40 grand for a little piece of shit. And um, for something decent, you're talking upwards of, Fifty to eighty thousand dollars, and that's just decent. That's not even the high end. 
Not to mention, where does the power come from? No one still has answered me that. It's like, is there electrical fairy come, <laughs> come and charge your car up at night? And also, you have to have a charging station put into your house. And also, what's the range on this thing? So if I'm going to go on a road trip, okay, I get 300 miles on a full charge. Where I'm going is 700 miles away. Am I going to find two charging stations between here and there? Probably not. Because, I mean, where I live in Florida, the town I live in isn't, it's not like a podunk small town. It's a relatively big town. It's not a city, I wouldn't say. It technically is a city, but it's not like Tampa or Orlando. But um, for the life of me, I've never seen a charging station in this town. And it's it's a relatively big town. <laughs> Populated pretty good. I don't, I don't know the population, but nonetheless. Um, but every car commercial you see on TV now, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't care if it's Chevy, Ford. Uh, Cadillac, Mercedes, Hyundai, um, whoever. I don't care what brand, um, what uh, type of car, if it's a car or an SUV or a pickup truck. Every car commercial on TV right now is for an electric vehicle. Whatever brand, but it's an electric vehicle. Tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, go to my Facebook. Go to Don't Tread on America on Facebook. Go to the Twitter um, D Tom underscore seventeen seventy. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't watch a shit ton of TV. I'll be the first to admit that. But what I do watch every time, if I'm watching the news or whatever, guarantee if I see a car commercial, whatever brand, I don't care. It's a Ford electric vehicle. And furthermore, if I see a commercial for lawnmowers or um, power tools or um, you know, whatever, anything that, that you would might normally use a gas motor for, electric. You rarely see a commercial f for a Ford Mustang, for example. And if you do see a, a commercial for a Ford Mustang, it's for the electric Ford Mustang. You don't see commercials for, uh, you know, uh, Toro uh, lawnmowers or whatever. You see it for the easy go or whatever it's called, the battery-operated mowers. Is it, I mean, you go to Lowe's, you go to Home Depot, they still sell gas mowers. They still sell gas weed eaters and whatnot. It's like you can't buy those things. But are they setting us up for the inevitable? Is it a situation where maybe you need to go out and buy like five weed eaters and two or three <laughs> lawn mowers or take up a small engine repair Uh you know, at the local trade school while uh, it's still available. I don't know. They're literally telling you what they're going to do to you. And we're just like, nah, never have it. Nah, nah, you know, so, they, so what? They sell it to cars. I can still go get me a gas car. Can you? Have you gone to a car dealership lately? Think about it. And, um, but the thing that kills me is these liberals everywhere. Whether they're corporations, they're people, they're, they're uh, <laughs> uh, politicians, whatever they are, whoever they are, whatever they do. They constantly push this agenda and is tearing this country apart. I don't know. I'm recording this right now. It's almost 3 o'clock on Friday. Go, whenever you look at this, 
Market will be closed at four. So by the time I post this and you listen to it, the market will already be closed. Right now, the market's down almost 700 points for the day. It's the worst month in a while. Why is that? I'll get into that later. What I want to touch on right now is basically everybody's favorite governor or most hated governor, depending on where, where, what side of the aisle you're on and how you want to look at it. But Ronnie Double D DeSantis from the great state of Florida right here, he is really causing some controversy. And you remember when Trump was elected, when he won the election, and you see the people screaming, ah, you know, in the streets and their, their pink hats and they're freaking out and they're doing that shit again. And the thing that kills me is they just passed a couple of bills here in Florida. I'm sure you heard of one of them. <laughs> but anytime recently that he's said something, passed something, done something, the the liberals automatically go to the the bad. Okay, so you had the Parental Rights Act that they passed like a month or so ago. You'd never heard of that bill. Oh, it's because everyone calls it the don't say gay bill, where it says nothing about gay or don't say gay or anything in the bill. But that's what they do. That's what the media, the left, these liberals, you go on Twitter and hell, there was <laughs> there was a thing on TikTok. I don't like know how many of y'all are on TikTok, but and this girl's like it literally says right here, and she's got the, uh, whatever it's called, the green screen situation with the bill, and she's like pointing, and like someone's duet, and it literally doesn't say that anywhere in the bill. But I, I think I've come to the point where the the news media on the left and a lot of the, the people on Twitter uh, just assume everyone's stupid. And I, I kind of have to agree with them. I, I think that most of the people that follow and believe the things that they're told from CNN, MSNBC, whatever, or just random certain people on Twitter, you know, the blue check marks that know everything and you're stupid. They literally believe that they know everything and you're stupid. And the thing is, is the people that follow these and retweet these people and like these people and follow these people are I mean, shit, I, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They, they're fucking stupid. They don't do any research. They trust what they're saying. And what I did today is, okay, so Florida just passed a bill yesterday, Senate Bill 4C. Now, what the hell is that, right? So, um, Senate Bill 4C is about independent special districts, and dissolving uh, certain independent uh, special di districts authorization uh, the establishment of certain independent special districts okay so basically without reading the whole bill I'm gonna read the whole bill here no it's um so back in I think it was 60 when was it 67 63 something like that they gave Disney. Let me see how can how can I put this just in layman's turn terms? They they basically back in the sixties, Florida was pretty much you came to Florida to go to the beach. Period. There was no theming. There was no. Th I think Cypress Gardens. 
was here. And um, <clears throat> that was it. You know, people came down here to go to the beach for the most part. You had spring training, you had stuff like that. But, you know, um, Central Florida is and was a swamp, you know. Disney Walt, Disney had Disneyland in California. And as the story goes, I mean, when I was a kid, I worked for Disney. I, you know, I was 16. I worked there. It was a summer job. Um, <clears throat> they, uh, the, the way the story was told is why Orlando? Why? Because at the time was Orange Groves. Orange Groves and cows. That's all that was in, in, you know, for the most part, that's still what's here other than the main areas. But, um, why, right? So, this, as the story goes, uh, Walt was walking around Disneyland one afternoon, and he could see, like, a McDonald's sign outside. the Like, he's in the park, and he can see a McDonald's sign. And he wanted to create a land, or a world, as it were, where the outside didn't exist, right? And when you were in this world... It was all fairy tales, make believe. It was it was what it was. You, you had no outside interference, so to speak. And he set his developers himself around the country looking for a place with a lot of land, a lot of cheap land. So basically, they came to Florida. They were just in the process of building I-4, which connects, it goes, well, I mean, it goes all the way to Daytona, but it runs through Central Florida. It goes from Tampa to Orlando, right through Central Florida. So his developers found this plot of land, swampland, essentially, and not even under the, the Disney World company or the Disney company, they bought this land. From you know, from farmers and whatnot, and they bought it real cheap. I I couldn't recall what the what the price tag was, but nonetheless. So once they built the land, or you know, bought the land, they wanted to develop it. Well, in order to do the things that he wanted to do, they needed kind of carte blanche, right? And the way he sold it to the state of Florida was: look, if you let us do what we want to do in other words, kind of be self-governing. Um, you know, we're going to create all these jobs. We're going to create all this tourism. We're going to create all this stuff. Look at what we did in Anaheim, where Disneyland is, because it was kind of the same situation, similar situation. Um, and the state of Florida was like, what do we have to lose? Of course, this was, you know, 60 years ago. Well, <clears throat> as times changed... If you ever been to Disney World, people don't think about Disney World other than the parks. Like, go to Disney, Disney, uh, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, whatever. But that whole area surrounding that is owned by Disney. It's like 43,000 acres. It's a couple square. It's on 40-something square miles. It's bigger. It's twice the size of Manhattan, you know, land-wise. There's a lot of land, and that's all owned by Disney. So... Even when you leave, like initially go outside of Disney World, and let's say you're staying at some of those hotels around Disney Springs and that, that's all Disney. It's all owned by Disney. I mean, the hotels are Holiday Inn or Ramada or whoever, 
and McDonald's is McDonald's and whatever restaurants are there are what they are. But the land that it's built on is all owned by Disney. That's not Kissimmee or Osceola County or whatever. It's Disney. The roads were paved by Disney. The Reedy Creek you might see if you're familiar with the area or whatever. You'll see like Reedy Creek uh, Fire Department or Police Department or whatever. That's a make-believe city owned by Disney. So, <clears throat> as it is, they were given special breaks, special incentives, yada, yada, yada. But when this um, parental rights uh, bill was passed, uh, deemed the uh, don't say gay bill, Disney took their wokeness in full effect and went ahead and, you know, went crazy with it, essentially. And DeSantis, to his credit, I mean... I think he, I think a lot, like a lot of us, he's tired of the bullshit. And I'm going to kind of, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be upfront with you right now. I'm going to be all over the road on this one. Because what I did is I pulled up one, two, um, one, two, three, four, four different articles on this. And, and I'll tell you that they're basically all the same. And different. <laughs> no, I just wanted to point out the difference in how um, people report the quote-unquote truth. So, basically, the the facts of the matter is... So, Disney's um, self-government power. So, what what is that? So, you know, DeSantis was trying to strip Disney the most magical place on the earth of its self-government um, sorry, power amid ongoing battle with the state's biggest source of revenue. I swear it's hard reading ads because you just constantly get pops up, pop-ups. It's crazy. DeSantis said he will convene a special... Let this was from a couple of days ago. So this, this I'm reading is two days old. We all know that it's past now. Special legislative session to terminate all special districts that were enacted uh, in Florida prior to 1968, which includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District, a special taxing district that allows Disney World to oversee its property as a quasi-governmental agency. The move is a new level in DeSantis' fight against the tourism giant following Disney's op opposition to what critics call Florida's Don't Say Gay Law which limits how Florida educators, blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> Disney has self-governed itself for more than 50 years. In 67, the, well, I already told you this, the state legislator uh, created Reedy Creek Improvement District, uh, blah, 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 blah. So um, basically what it boils down, with the special status, Disney's able to build roads, buildings, and provide services without seeking permission from the county government uh, or residents of the counties um and they and the residents of said counties don't pay taxes for the service unless they are resident of the district so like the reedy creek development whatever it's called spans between two um counties osceola and orange county so people that live in those counties don't pay for services of that area unless you live in reedy creek which is similar to any other 
area that you live in. Like I, the city I live in, we pay property taxes and those property taxes go to services in this city. The property taxes I pay here don't pay for stuff in another county or another city. So it's very... Okay, basically what they're trying to do is promote this as a tax increase. Oh, you know, you, you go on Twitter. Oh, uh, DeSantis is, uh, you know, taking away the the uh, special district um, is going to create a uh, tax increase for the because you know they're they're going to have to absolve um, two billion dollars in in debt for the from the company and they're going to have to do okay well this isn't happening tomorrow number one number number one Disney can re um you know they can they can apply for it again essentially now obviously there's going to be some caveats if they do um. I'm trying to f- figure out how I want to put this because my mind's kind of racing right now through all this stuff. But um, they're saying property tax is at 20% in this in these counties. It might go up to 25%. Okay. So in the grand scheme of things, if you look at what Disney World is. Now, when I worked there, there's a, I'll say this about that. There's a lot of different people. That now, granted, this was thirty-two years ago that I worked there, and even then, there was a lot of different people that worked there. I can only imagine what it's like nowadays. Um, but it was a fun place to work. I will say that. But like I said, this was thirty-two years ago. Um, the uh, totally lost track of what I was going to say. I hate when I do that. So when they decided to, this parental rights thing came out and they wanted to be like, oh, uh, it's don't say gay. And I, I don't know all the things that they were saying. It's like, oh, we're going to not have princesses and princes and we're not going to have, it's like, get the fuck over yourself. What, when Disney was first started, when Disney cartoons first came out, you had Mickey, you had Minnie, you had... Now, all of a sudden, we can't be boys and girls. We have to be non-binary entities. Parents should be able to teach their kids how they want to be taught. It's not up to the schools to teach sexual education to kindergarten. I'll tell you one thing. I disagree with the bill. The reason I disagree with it is kindergarten through third grade? Fuck that shit. It should be kindergarten through middle school. There's no one in kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade. I mean, do you really need to be learning about sex or your your uh, identity? That's up for your parents. Or, or best case scenario, the counselor at your school. That's not a topic for school discussion. And for Disney to pop their nose in the middle of it and start raising cane, well, fuck you, this is what you get. Now, granted, it's not fair to the people that live in these two counties. If they're going, if their taxes are going to go up, their prop, property taxes are going to go up five percent. It's important property tax. They can't raise sales tax, they, and we don't have a state tax. They can't raise income, you know, income tax. We don't, we don't have a state income tax. Boom. There's no county income taxes. They can't raise the sales tax. So they're looking at property taxes going up five percent. Now, oh, five percent—that's a lot of money. There's a lot of rich fucking people to live in this area. 
where Disney is. This in these two counties, there's some you know, Tiger Woods, Shaquille, and I mean, there's some rich motherfuckers, some big houses. There's an area called Windermere, right? There's some rich people that live in that area. They're going to get their money. You know, you know, else's property tax is going to go up. Disney. I think they paid forty bi- uh, billion, forty million in property taxes last year. Well, if theirs goes up five percent too, right? Now I don't know all the details. I'm everything that is going out right now is all speculation. There's a two billion dollars in debt and da da da. Well, the the uh, police and fire and the water and the roads and it's going to be you know absolved by the uh, the different counties. Okay. Um, you guys make it sound like. Five percent. Okay, so the average property tax, like for an average home, is, I mean, where we live, it's around. I think we paid two thousand last year. So if it went up five percent, it'd go up a hundred bucks. I mean, <laughs> the people it's going to hurt are the rich people. Huh. Oh, my property tax is fifty thousand dollars. Oh shit, it's going up five percent. Damn, that's twenty five hundred bucks. Oh my my property tax is forty billion or forty million uh, Disney World. Oh shit my my property tax went up two million. The only people that are really going to be paying for this are the people that go to Disney because now instead of paying one hundred fifty dollars a ticket, you might be paying two hundred dollars a ticket or however much it costs to go to fucking Disney World. Um, and now you see everyone on on uh, Twitter. Oh well, Disney should just move. They could pack up the rides and move. Motherfucker, it's not a carnival. Have you been to Disney? It's not like it's the damn, uh, you know, the the weekend carnival that's passing through town. It's not. It's 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 built. It's there. You ain't packing it up, throwing it on the back of some semis and moving to Georgia, or you got the damn uh, governor of uh, Denver. Oh yeah, you guys can just come on up here. We can have Mountain Disneyland. It's it's not that easy, guys. Trust me. DeSantis is gonna win this battle in in the long run. I mean. You're going to have some fighting. I'm sure Disney's going to try and take it to court. They're going to do something. Um, I don't see how they can say it's unconstitutional. There's no constitution. It was a it was a special status that was uh, given to them 50-some-odd years ago, 60 years ago. And it was taken away. Tough shit. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, you should not... Here's an idea. If you have something to say about what the governor of your state, your president, whatever, by all means, you have the freedom to do that. But when you are a corporation that pretty much centers its whole situation around kids. Now, I'm not saying that Disney as a company obviously doesn't just make cartoons and kids movies. They make a a wide array of movies. But Walt Disney World, and when you think of Walt Disney World, you think of kids. You think of kids going to the park. You think of kids watching cartoons. You think of, you know, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald and... um, Was it Donald, right? Donald Duck? Daffy? I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> the... Um, you know, you don't think of grown-up movie, I mean, not like porno movie, I'm just talking about adult 
contented movies. You think of kids' movies. You think of kids. And then for them to get all up in arms over kids being groomed by teachers, that's a little sketchy. And then the county I live in, we have a relatively famous sheriff. I'm sure around the country you may have heard of him. And he just busted a shit ton of uh, pedophiles. It's, it's kind of like his thing. Uh, some of which were Disney employees. Now, I'm not saying they were the CEO or anything. They were just random employees. But nonetheless, I wonder why they're getting up in arms about grooming kids, about being gay or not being gay or being trans or not trans or whatever the hell their deal is. My my thing is this. You go to school. You, you send your kids to school to learn reading, writing, arithmetic, you know, science, have a PE class, you know, whatever. They don't go there to learn if they're gay or not gay, if they're a girl that wants to be a boy or a boy that wants to be a girl. That's not the school's job. That's not your teacher's job. The teacher is there to teach. If you're a math teacher, teach fucking math. If you're an English teacher, guess what? English. You're not there to decipher whether Johnny should be Susie and Susie should be Johnny. That's not your job. That is the job of the parents. And if the kid, now you can sit here and say, well, maybe the kids are embarrassed or they're afraid to talk to their parents. Cool. They have counselors at school. Send Johnny or Susie or whoever to the counselor. Let them talk to the counselor. And number one, number two, I can't even imagine that a kindergartner, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade child should be even having these thoughts. And why are they having these thoughts? Who's putting these thoughts in their mind? Is it the teachers? Kids, when I was a kid, I never thought nothing about nothing other than playing with my buddies, playing with cars, playing with motorcycles. Play. I didn't think about, I didn't even think about girls like that. You know what I'm saying? You just, oh, that's a girl. Ooh, you know, she got cooties. <laughs> These, and now they're trying to say that a uh, uh, seven-year-old is thinking, you know, maybe I should be a girl. No, that's, that's this indoctrinated society. It is some parents, right? I'm sure there are some parents that are doing this. And, you know, I, I don't agree with it. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's your kid. But it damn sure isn't the right for the teacher to say anything about it. I, I just... I'm not that old, but thank God my kids are grown um, because I don't, I would lose my shit. But the thing is, is what's happening now. Now, what I wanted to do, I was going to pop around through a couple different articles that were covering the same thing. So the, the um, property tax, what the hell am I looking for here? The guy, the guy, man, you know, the, uh, Tax collector. There we go. <laughs> His name's Scott Randolph in uh, is it Osceola, Orange County, Orange County. Um, and here's the thing: he's sitting here just bad mouthing DeSantis. He's I'm like Jesus Christ. He's really going out here, uh, landowner. Da da da. You know, it's like okay, you're making it sound like the every Joe Schmo that owns property is gonna have to pay. Obviously, if you own a house, your property taxes may go up. True. If you rent an apartment, someone owns that apartment, or you rent a house, someone owns that house, the property taxes, it's going to, I get it. But 
the way he's going after this, gee, I wonder why he's a Democrat. I, I don't want to spend all day on this. Here's the thing. Disney ain't going nowhere. Um, they're going to learn their lesson. Here, This is the way it boils down. I, and I think the title of this show is going to be uh, Go Woke, Get Broke. And the reason I say that is because um, look, look at what's happening right now. I'm talking right now. So Facebook is down 6% down 51% from their highs. Netflix is down 4%, down 68% from November of last year. Disney's down 3%. And they actually, and this was actually as of yesterday, they dropped a lot more today. And Uber's down. Now, whatever Uber. But Spotify is not renewing a deal with the Obamas to, um, I guess they had a uh, podcast or whatever on Netflix, or I'm sorry, on Spotify, they're not renewing the Obamas for their, their deal with Spotify. But they do, did renew with Joe Rogan. They aren't renewing. Uh, Netflix just lost, what, 200,000 subscribers? And they're looking to lose this past quarter. They're looking to lose another 2 million. And you know who who's one of them? Because here's the deal. Okay, we have Disney, or, you know, we had Disney Plus. We had... Uh, Netflix, we rarely watched it. Now, granted, I think Disney Plus was $7.99 or $8.99, whatever, a month. And Netflix, when I first got Netflix, it was cheap. It was like, what, 10 11 bucks a month? Now it's like almost $18 a month. And I don't ever watch it. Literally. I mean, granted, it's not like it's $100 a month. But you know what? How many of you guys out there have these subscription services? Disney, Netflix, uh, Hulu, whatever. And you you pay and you don't even watch it. So, you know, 200,000 subscribers, let's say it was $10 a month. That's $2 million. You know? And, I, and I, I'm low-balling it, obviously, because it's like $16, $17 a month. Um, and, you're not, and you're not watching it. Um, that's a lot of money just to throw away. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot of money because it's only well, 17 bucks. And you see commercials on TV. Oh, I went through and I had all these subscriptions that I wasn't even using, but I was paying $5, 10 20 bucks a month for. It adds up. So... Keep Netflix, keep Disney if you want. I don't give a shit. It's your problem. But realistically, these corporations that are indoctrinating your kids and they're sneaking it in there. It's just like CRT. They're not being blatant about it. It's it's subtle. You know, what was Netflix? They had that movie or whatever it was. Like was I don't know if it was last year, year before. Was it called Cuties or something like that? About the girls, uh, the... Uh, Freaking pageants and stuff like that. I, I never watched it, obviously, but it was, you know, that crazed, created a big stir, but we all kind of, eh, eh, you know, looked past it and didn't think much about it. But, and then now there's a show, I heard him talking about it today called He's, He's Expecting. So on the surface, it looks like, oh, this <laughs> it might be a trans guy, whatever. But I guess it's kind of like a, there was a movie back in the 80s with, uh, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, what was it called, Junior. So I think it's a play on that. I don't know. But nonetheless, the funny thing is about all of this is you have liberals who are anti-corporate tax breaks, right? Anti, oh, we shouldn't be giving big corporations tax breaks. We should be taxing the rich and taxing the 1% and taxing this and taxing that. They're not paying their fair share, but yet losing their shit over Disney losing their special situation. What do you think? Fucking Mickey Mouse actually owns that? Do you honestly think Mickey Mouse runs fucking Disney World? No, that would be one of your one percenters, people. <laughs> Who do you think runs Netflix? Who do you think runs these things? It's not Joe Schmo working down at the fucking corner, got a part-time job running Netflix, right? These are the people that you hate so much, but yet you're sitting here protecting them and crying for them. You got to make up your mind. You, you can't play both sides of the coin. The funny thing is, is while all this shit's happening to Disney and Netflix and all these corporations that are getting fucked right now in the stock market, is um, when when the left, okay, we you know we we'll occasionally do a thing you know, and you hear people talk about cancel culture. Oh, you know, we're gonna, I don't want to be canceled. I don't want to be canceled. Oh, it's cancel culture. Oh, if someone says something, they're gonna get canceled. Joe Rogan. You know, a few months ago, had a situation with between the the COVID crap and then uh, supposedly where he said the N word here and there, whatever. Then then he totally tried to do a one eighty and try to kiss ass and not be so edgy so he could kiss ass because he was afraid of being canceled. Right now, if I was Joe Rogan and made the money I made doing a podcast, or <laughs> I should say I made made the money he makes doing a podcast. Would I do the same thing? Probably, maybe. I don't know. Um, but there was the fear of him being canceled that caused him to do that. The difference is, is for years, the right, the conservative movement, didn't believe in doing this cancel culture crap. That was a left thing. And they knew this. So they could go out there and say, oh, uh, Coke, Pepsi, McDonald's, you know, whoever. You say something that we don't like and we're going to cancel you. We're going to stop going to your restaurants. We're going to stop buying your products. And they don't they don't do it. They just say they're going to do it. But they have the biggest mouth in the room and that mouth is via Twitter. So they can get on there and say all these things. Oh, and they and they at you know, whatever brand, whatever company. They add them, they tag them, they do whatever. And then they freak out. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Before I was kicked off, I mean, I'm back on Twitter now, but before I was kicked off Twitter, if I had a complaint about a company, I went on Twitter. And I didn't even go to the company. It's not like I went to the company. Hey, you guys sold me some crappy whatever. I didn't even do that. I would just make a post. So, for example, a couple years back, we went to Key West. On the way home, we stopped at Cracker Barrel for breakfast. Had the shittiest service ever. And we love Cracker Bro. And I was like, and then I said something to the manager. The manager kind of brushed me off. And I was like, cool. Not like I, this was down in South Florida somewhere like Sunrise. So you're talking five, six hours from where we live. So it's not like uh, we were ever going to go back. But nonetheless, 
I went on Twitter and said, oh, well, I was just in, I think it was Sunrise, Florida, and at the Cracker Barrel, blah, 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 you know, and <laughs> bet your ass the fucking <laughs> someone from Cracker Barrel contacted me and gave us like $100 in gift cards. So it works. If the biggest mouth does, you do get results. And who am I? You know, I think I had a couple hundred followers on Twitter. It's not like I'm a blue check mark or anything like that. I'm just some dude. So these companies do get scared when that happens. And it and all it was was words. We were never going to go back to that Cracker Barrel again because it's six fucking hours away. <laughs> it had nothing to do with Cracker Barrel in general. We still go to Cracker Barrel around here. Um, but nonetheless, on the right, we, we don't even say this. So we might complain here and there, but now actions are speaking louder and these companies are really feeling the results. Netflix, Disney, Disney plus, um, CNN plus what the CNN, they started their fucking streaming service. What? Like three or four weeks ago, canceled, <laughs> they canceling themselves. And why is that? Well, no one watches CNN for free. You think they're going to pay for it? I mean, come on. Come on, man. Right? I mean, <laughs> and how many streaming services can we have? I mean, I, I don't even know them all, but there's a shit ton. But they're gone. How long is it going before Netflix is replaced by somebody? I mean, here, if, if, if anyone listening to me is going to start a, some sort of streaming service or some sort of corporation or you're going to start your own theme park or you're going to do something, stick with what you know. You know, Netflix was fine when it was putting out, you know, not even putting out movies, but just kind of when it was a uh, like a red box, essentially. You know, you could go rent, you could say, okay, I want to watch whatever movie. Then they started creating content. Once they started creating their own content, they lost. That was the beginning of the end. They didn't know it, but it was. And um, so, I don't know, a couple years ago, and for shit, for life, man, I can't think of the name of the show. Lone, Sur Lone Survivor, I think, um, had uh, the guy with the glasses. He did the thing. <laughs> the hell is his name uh, Sutherland Kiefer Sutherland was in it right I think it was Lone Survivor basically I think it was on uh, initially on ABC or NBC or something like that ran for a few seasons and then they got canceled you know they're you know they didn't get renewed but then Netflix picked it up to start doing it so Chris was like oh you should check out this show on Netflix it's pretty good you'll you'll like it and the premise of the show if you've ever seen it or not um he Kiefer Sutherland played like a, a department of education or I can't remember what his job was, but he was like the secretary of, of something in the, uh, you know, in that whatever administration. And during the state of the union, they have a lone survivor or whatever it's called designated survivor. I think that's the name of the show. Now that I think about it anyway, they pick one random person and they're stuck behind, you know, in the safe spot that way, if God forbid something happens, at the Capitol building, this person then becomes president. And subsequently, the Capitol building, there was State Union, I guess it got bombed or whatever happened, and he became president. Anyway, so it was actually a pretty good show. And I, I, couldn't, I can't tell you offhand how many seasons it was, but however many, four, five, six seasons that it was on 
regular TV. Like I said, I think it was ABC. So you could watch it on, I don't even know if it's still on Netflix, but you could watch it on Netflix. And it was pretty good, you know. Okay, I, I can get with this show. I like the way it's going. The moment Netflix took over that show, and now it was being produced by Netflix and not ABC, you knew it. Like, and Chris, Chris knew, because Chris, he got me. He got me good. Because, <laughs> so you, 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 you watching what season on? What, where are you at? Where are you at in the show? I was like, oh, I'm, you know, whatever season, you know. Oh, okay. Why? Why do you keep asking me? Oh, you'll know. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about when you get to it. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler alert because what happens is Netflix ends up taking over production of this show. And you know the moment. So, like, let's, I, I, like I said, I can't recall the season, but let's say when from season five, ABC, one, two, three, four, five was ABC, and let's say six was Netflix. I'm not sure that's correct, but I'm just giving you numbers. You could tell it was a network television show the first five, six, whatever seasons. The moment it went to Netflix, there was cursing, there was F this, there was suck this and do that. And it was, it was like, shit, they're, they're going, they're all in. It was same character, same character, same people playing the characters. But it was like, well, you knew, I was like, well, you know, Netflix is producing this now. And it's not because they were cursing, but it's like they made a point to curse, if that makes any sense. And I'm not against cursing. Trust me, you guys listen to this show. You know, I say a, a dirty word every now and again. Pause for laughter. Um, but it was like they went out of their way to curse on this show. <laughs> it's like they they made it a point that look, we can curse, we're cursing, and I can okay, whatever, I can live with that. The point of the of what I'm getting at is when they added the gay factor. You had gay Secret Service, and not even oh oh these guys are gay. It like showed them being gay, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, done, done with the show. And and I don't personally have a problem. If you want to be gay, that cool. I have no problem with that. I don't need to watch it on TV though. Especially that. It wasn't like they were kissing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need to see that. And I'm like, okay, done. And and that's the thing. It's like Netflix, be there. Charge your 15, 16, whatever dollars a month. Replay movies. Replay old TV shows. You know, uh, you got, I don't know, Seinfeld or whatever's on there. And let, so I can go on there and watch the however many seasons of Seinfeld. It's not, it's not oh, Seinfeld's 10 season long from NBC. And now in season 11, Netflix has taken it over. And fucking George and, and uh, Kramer ass-fucking each other. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Just leave it, the, leave it alone. You know? Um... Anyway, if I have any words for y'all, stick with what you know. Disney, make your kids movies. Don't don't put any innuendos in there. Run Disney World. Make it fun for people. Don't don't get involved in bullshit. If you wanna if you wanna get involved in politics, then stop being Disney World and be involved in politics. Because in the long run, what happens is it. It fucks you. Look what's happened the last couple of years with these corporations, Coca-Cola, all these different places that want to push race agendas and woke agendas and green agenda. It bites you in the ass in the long run, guys. So one other thing that I'm surprised isn't just blowing shit up out of the water. People are so focused and losing their mind on Disney World, which is which is funny, like I said, because with with it being a major corporation, 
and Netflix and all these other places. Major corporations. Yeah, we're losing about these people losing their special tax status. But uh, if uh, a right-leaning company was in the same boat, they'd be like, good, let them go, fuck them. Governor DeSantis announces higher education reform. What is that? Tenured professors must undergo a five-year review. (laughs) I heard one tidbit about this. But everyone's so focused on this Disney thing. So Governor Ron DeSantis announced major changes to Florida's higher education system during a visit to the the villages. That's an area in Florida. One of the biggest changes will come from Senate Bill 7044 that requires tenured professors to undergo a review every five years. And he says, so now with tenure, you have five-year review. Every five years, you go in front of a board of trustees. Tenure protects professors from losing their jobs. It makes it more difficult for the college or university to fire them. DeSantis said he feels many professors have become less productive once they're tenured. We, we definitely have some tenure professors that may be dropping the ball a little bit here and there, and it's kind of nice to know they're going to be held to higher standards, said Roman Martinez, a student from University of Florida. <clears throat> the bill also makes changes to what DeSantis calls an accreditation monopoly. It requires diversity and accreditations. You can't just keep the same accelerator. I think that's something that's going to be very, very significant, he said. In a statement, United faculty of Florida wrote, DeSantis has made it clear today that controlling the thoughts and actions of higher education community is more important to him than the quality of education. So there's your your left spin. So the United Faculty, which is a union, I'm sure. So it's probably a union that these um, professors, whatever, are in. They made it clear. So no, no, he didn't make it clear that his actions have anything to do. They, they have everything to do with the quality of education. They want to make it seem like, oh, he's going to ruin tenured uh, professors and it's going to cause kids to not get higher education. No, what it's going to cause you as a tenured professor, knowing every five years you have a, a review, just like if you have a regular job, everyone out here listening, if you have a regular job, you have a review every year, right? If you're subpar... Right, You might not get that pay raise, but even worse, you might get fired and you might not even make it to your review if you fuck up. These, these professors are untouchable. So I think it's a great thing. And it's every five years. So, And I think what it does is it's going to cause professors to teach the, the topic, i.e. if you're an English professor, a math professor, a science professor, a history, whatever you're... Whatever you're your uh, topic is, if that's what your job is, you're going to teach that shit. You're not going to be able to indoctrinate these kids. You're not going to be able to push your agenda. You're not going to be able to be able to push your your um, political narratives or your woke ideology or your whatever onto these kids. Now, you might be a professor of whatever subject, and you might teach you know a couple hundred kids every year or every semester, or whatever. And you might have the majority of those kids agree with the bullshit you're spewing. Your problem is going to be now is 
that 10%, 20%, whatever of the kids that you're teaching that don't agree with your bullshit, then they're going to go to these board of trustees and be like, Professor McGillicuddy's talking about, you know, whatever. They're going to write that shit down. And as complaints roll in, then you're going to be out of a job. So really what it does is it causes these professors to stick to the subject and do their job. Ah, do their job, right? Something that is very lacking in this country nowadays. We're going to finally hold people accountable to do their jobs. If only we could matriculate this throughout every <laughs> everything in this country. But at least you're paying, you, you send your kids to college or if you're a college kid and you're spending your own money or getting student loans or whatever to put yourself through college, you don't need to hear this bullshit. You came to be whatever you're going to school for. You came to learn that subject. You didn't come to hear Professor McGillicuddy's opinion on gay sex or transhumanism, blah, 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 whatever. You, you, unless the class is about that, that's not what you're there for. You had to learn English or math or be a doctor or be a lawyer or be, you know, whatever. Teachers, stick to the fucking subject. Stick to what you know. Do what you know because you're going to start being out of work. These companies are going to start closing down. It's going to be very interesting moving forward because the reason, in my opinion, the reason they're losing their shit over DeSantis so much is this. No one on the right has declared that they're running for president. I shouldn't say, well, no one that I know of has, but of the two main names out there, Trump and DeSantis, neither has said, oh, I'm running for president. Now, DeSantis has come out saying that if Trump does run, he's not running, which basically is telling you that if Trump doesn't run, <laughs> DeSantis is running. Um, Either way, I think it's safe to say that in 24, you're going to have a new president. It's not going to be Biden, and it's not going to be a Democrat. Um, will it be Trump? I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people have their hopes up for that to be. I think if he were running, he would have already said he was going to run. Um. I don't know exactly how old he is. I think he's 76. I mean, you're talking 78, 71. How old is he going to be when he runs and then he'll be 80? I mean, does he want to do that? I mean, physically, can, can he do that? Maybe, probably. Does he want to? I mean, look at the bullshit he went through for four years. Does he want to do that again in being four years older? You know, uh, I don't know. I think... I think if Trump does run again, he needs to pick his partners carefully. I'm talking from don't let the uh, the uh, uh, Republican machine pick the people for you. Pick your own running mate and the people that are under you. Don't don't let them talk you into it. You know, look at what people are saying about you now. Be weary of McCarthy and uh, fucking, I can't even think of their names offhand, uh, South Carolina senator in Kentucky. Be careful of these guys. 
you know, go with the ones that have been backing you. You're not president anymore. These people are talking shit about you when you were president. You know they're talking shit about you now. The only reason they think they want you, they they might be talking nice about you in public is because they feel that you're going to be president again. And they're afraid of what's going to happen to them. The reason everyone's attacking DeSantis and everything he does is that they know if he's not president in 24, he's going to be president in 28. They know this. So every move he makes, they got to shit on it because they got to make him look bad. You go on Twitter and just search. I think one of the things that was trending was uh, DeSantis destroys Florida or whatever it was. And it's like, I live here, you know, I don't see that. I don't see what y'all are talking about. Um, if anything, he's making Florida great. And guarantee he's getting my vote this year uh, for governor when he, because he's running for re-election. Um, it's so bad that you have two Democrats running against him, Charlie Crist and whatever the chick's name is. The She's the uh, agriculture secretary right now, but... Um, you got these two running against him. They're not even getting backing from national, from the like Democratic National Committee. And Florida's a big state, you know. It's a state that you want to win at any at any level. And uh, they're not even getting back, and they know they're going to lose. The only thing they can do now is talk shit, essentially, to try and get stuff trending and get people up in arms. But anywho, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. I want to give you one tidbit. So I got a couple things I'm working on for Sunday. I was going to talk about them today, but um, I hadn't gotten everything together. But I will forewarn you or give you a heads up. Sunday show is probably going to touch a lot on Ukraine, but not in the way you think it's going to touch on Ukraine and Russia. Because... Uh, I have some thoughts going through my head, and I've Chris uh, sent me a few things today, and I'm going to do some more research today, tomorrow. Um, some very interesting things, other than what we're being told, is going on in Ukraine. So join me Sunday for that. And uh, more importantly, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please, guys, share this with your friends. We are making a pretty good impression on Spotify. So what that means is for the longest time, most of the downloads from this show were on Apple. Um, right now it's pretty much back and forth between Apple and Spotify. So that means I'm getting 20 some odd percent from Spotify and right around 20% from um, Apple. Either way, both of those uh, platforms, you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So if you guys could please do that. If you're listening to this on whatever, uh, one, especially if it's one of those two. I don't know all the different podcast apps we're on. The only thing we're not on is Pandora because, you know, fuck Pandora, right? But um, I know um, Apple and I know Spotify you can leave a rating on. I don't know if you can on Google Play. And I, I don't think you can on Amazon. And, and I, I don't know if you can or not. But nonetheless, I do know those two you can so, and those are our two highest downloaded apps. Point being is if you're listening to us on Spotify or, or Apple, if you could please give this show a five star. If you want to give us a rating, that's fine. Um, but 
those things, at least the five star, what that does is it puts us in an algorithm. People are listening to other like-minded shows. This will pop up as something you might be interested in. It's just a way to help us, you know, get exposure. So please, guys, if you could help me out with that and share this with your friends. And uh, if you want to go to the Facebook page and follow the show, uh, you can. You'll know when shows are up and stuff we're going to talk about. And I put up, you know, me and Chris will put up some stupid memes and we do some crazy shit. And also another thing about Facebook is uh, we're thinking about doing some live shows. When we're recording this, we'll be live. So even though like we might do our DTOM files on a Thursday, we might actually record it on a Thursday and I post it on Friday. If you're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, don't tread on Merca. You might get to see our ugly mugs doing and our goofy shit and us drinking and acting a fool. You can see that live as it happens. And then occasionally maybe I'll do a Saturday night show. I don't know. We'll have to see what kind of traffic we get and uh, see how things work out. But anyway, guys, with that being said, it is Friday, April 22nd, 2022, Earth Day. Go plant a tree or don't. (laughs) Uh, You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you on Sunday.